Are we? We're going. Yep. Hello and good evening for this Wednesday, September 13th, 2023. We have finished watching a double long episode 17 of Big Brother 25, the week six um, uh, veto competition, POV episode. Actually, this was episode 18. I'm sorry. What am I doing? Uh, I picked the wrong banner. This is the week six POV episode, episode 18 um, of the show. But we're just going to start here on Super Mater Brothers Podcasting, streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, and on Twitch. I'm Dave Mater, joined with my brother Jeff Mater and co-host Jamil Robinson and Josh Foster, uh, all with us uh, to talk about uh, you know this uh, this next development here as the, uh, the so much to break down, guys, in this two-hour episode. You know, like uh, we got America and Corey Showmance. They're finally kissing. Maybe that's the biggest story of all. We got people with punishments. They don't even know what they got in the Humiliverse. We got, um, you know, Sari was going to be a backdoor plan, but Jared had to pretend to like Cameron, and Cameron told the whole plan, and this whole thing broke down. Guys, this was a, there is some stuff to talk about here, but uh, I, I feel like we all kind of came into this uh, podcast tonight saying, this was a little longer than it needed to be, this episode. A uh, little. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, I think we might, uh, if, we're, if we're any low energy, I think you can attribute it to that. Uh, little. This, yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot. Guys, yeah, this episode could have been edited down to an hour. Easily. Easily. It was, uh, it was mostly, like, punishments and... And, uh, you know, a longer really, that was, competition. Yeah, that was the majority of and a longer competition again this season. It's just nonstop. Did you make just... you like the cast anymore? <laughs> Not really. I mean, I feel like only like six or seven people were on the show tonight, considering how long the episode was. It was insane. What, Jeff? You didn't like McColl's segment? Yeah, or Blue was barely. She just talked about Jared. Josh. You know, How about all those uh, room sessions with Bowie Jane? Yeah, like I mean, like half the cast wasn't even on the show tonight. It was a two-hour episode. It was insane. In a two-hour episode, how could you not have a diary room session with like your entire cast, at least one? It was weird. It was a weirdly edited episode. The whole season's been like that, though. To be honest, like it's it's been strange the way they're telling the narrative because like a lot of things are also not adding up like from what we've heard from like a Jamil and the you know in the um spoilers like this whole Izzy Sari love affair it was like nauseating to watch you know yeah. and, and and I'm just like the whole episode maybe by the time we got to the end of the episode I was like I can't stand Izzy I hope she goes home I'm not a fan I don't like her. Total, totally agree with you Jeff I cannot stand her now yeah like uh, her, her her dynamic with Cameron I think like okay, I don't like Cameron, mm-hmm. uh, and I tend to side with him in this in this this feud between them because I don't feel like he started it. Um, because I feel like she's just had a chip on her shoulder about Cameron from the men- the moment she met him. I think purely based on where he's from. I think it's not just where he's from; it's it's who he is as a person. Like they they could not be more polar opposites. I thought it was hilarious tonight that they had to go shovel dirt together. As in pig piggy outfits, um, right? It was yeah. like it was like a like a metaphor for like what America is right now. 
you know, like it's you know two people from completely polar opposite points of view, but they're in the same boat, having to walk back and forth and carry dirt, you know, <laughs> like you know what I mean, like, and I feel like Cameron kind of like was like, yeah, like you know, I don't like her as a player, but I like her as a as a person, and uh, and Izzy was trying to find out any way not to even listen to him talk. You know, so it was, it was kind of like it just said everything about like their two, like their perspectives toward each other, and kind of like a a little bit of a microcosm of how like America is right now, too. To me, not America you know? the player. Just, <laughs> no, not America. Just the America player. pop up. I was the like country. me. No, yeah, the who, who me? <laughs> uh, okay, I had to pull this clip just before the show started because I thought it was it was too good to leave out. I have been working on Corey a little bit, slowly molding him into the perfect boyfriend. Perfect boyfriend. Corey Wittenberger doesn't want to make out with America um, on the show because his mom is watching the feeds. He'll watch, you know, he's okay with the spooning and whatever is going on under that covers. But, um, you know, I think that uh, um, this woman is, you know, a fairly, uh, I would say a good looking woman in America Basically saying, come on, Corey, I want you to be my boyfriend. And he's like, no, I can't, you know, holding off. He's resisting her. You know, if Sam, he'd be dying for the chance. Maybe that's why Sam's not here tonight uh, in the chat. Uh, perhaps he's he's he can't take that America has settled down with, with Corey. Many people have talked about uh, being unable to resist the lure of the United States of America. Of America. United Wurdenbergers of America. Um, we got yeah, BB joining us in the live chat. Two hours is a long time to watch. Big yes, especially a veto episode. There's no evictions. There's no like, ex- like you know, big moments. Really, this is all about whether like, there was a lot of Siri in this episode. Um, a lot whether she beat the back door or not. Like people like you know, uh, Jared trying to protect Siri. Izzy saying if she wins the veto. She's going to uh, not use it. She can't risk Cherie going home. It would just be. A I don't. I don't understand. I, I really do not understand why Izzy is all up Cherie's ass. It makes zero sense to me because, first of all, you're not going to the final two with her. It's going to be because she and she knows like Jared's there, right? So like, why would you? You're your second fiddle. And two, if you do go to the end with her, you're not going to beat her. So why would you like? I don't understand why she's so committed to her, and and she's just. I it just feels like she's been starstruck since day one, and just hasn't been phased out of that. That's the yeah. problem with, you know, that's the give and take of having a super fan, right? The super fan knows the game. Unfortunately, the super fan is still a fan, and they don't realize that they're playing the game. They're with their idol, or they're with the, this famous person, you know, in the game, and they'll fall over themselves just so that they can be a part of their game. Well, that's the thing that's annoying to me is that Saria has just been playing her like a fiddle and, and just, just a flute, like a flute, whatever. Like it, it, it's, it's really obvious to watch even like Cherie's whole thing. Like I'm sure it's somewhat genuine, but this, like this connection she has with Izzy and all this nonsense is so silly to me because I think she, she, she is just 
she's using that. She's very savvy player, and she knows how to like. It's not blurred with Serena. That's kind of what annoys me about Serena Big Brother, is that she's kind of I feel like lying to the audience sometimes about how she's playing the game in the house. And sometimes I wish not, sometimes she's more straightforward. She, is she is she straightforward with this Izzy stuff though? Because she I used just... tears. Those are real tears. Okay. Well, she's got this woman who's completely and utterly devoted to her, and she just met her. You know, and she was just like, like I don't know you. <laughs> right? she sure. You wanna, if you want to give me five hundred thousand dollars, I'd greatly appreciate. I'll shed a tear too. Yeah. That's kind of what me, it feels like to and me. My son, like you're willing to fall on your sword for me and Jared. Like you know, under under all circumstances, then I think that uh, there's got to be some gratitude in Sari. She's know? also said in this game, "Oh, well, Matt's bringing me this power, so that's this real special thing." And then she's also said that about Felicia, and she's also said that you know about other players in the game that whenever it comes up that they have power or some sort of uh, ability to help her, they're all of a sudden the greatest person she's ever met in the in her whole life. And I just hey. feel like it's a little disingenuous to the audience. That's how I I, I disagree, Jeff. I think that when you go and you're on your wonderful vacation shortly and all the people who are working at that resort go and give you gifts and treats, you're going to be like, man, that's really awesome. Thank you, man. You're the best person I know. And then the, another person comes and gives you a steak. You're like, you know what? You're a solid man. Thank you. Here's here's a here's a two dollar tip. You know, due to the exchange, it's a lot of money for you. Thank you very much. Right. I feel like these people are serving Suri. And Serene Kine is giving them a little tip. It's like, thank you. You're a great person. I'm giving you the the Suri patent, uh, you know, pat on the back, you know, and great job. Thumbs up. You're you're an okay dude. And you know, shoot him the way. You know, and then you're like, oh yes, sir. You know, like, you're the best ever. He's like, you watch out for that kid. He's going places. Well, and you know? I'm fine. I'm fine with all of that. But I just want to read to kind of acknowledge that in the DR, like because like I feel like she's just like coming from from the point of view like, oh, I'm this. You know, I'm I'm a good person, so I'm getting these things. So when really, it's because she's a good player. And you know what I mean? Uh, do you do you think that do you think that CBS would allow that? Well, I don't think point. so. I don't point. think so. <laughs> I think it's also hard for even her to separate that potentially. Like, how do you separate the player, like the the reality TV star, from the real person? Only really someone like Jared can do that because he knows her, you know, his entire life. So he knows the difference if there is one, but you know, um, it, I don't know. Like, I think that part of her, you know, you want to believe this story that you're like this, whatever, you know, you're the, the, this, this great icon of reality TV at the very least. Right. So, but she was able to do it tonight where she was talking to Cameron in the HOH room and it was just, they were like literally just lying to each other. The right. entire conversation. And they both knew it. And they both knew it. And, and, and she was honest with the, like in the DR about that. I felt like, but then with this, like, to, for me, when it comes to, like, this Izzy stuff or Felicia, she's just, like, kind of, I, I feel like she beats around the bush a little bit about how she's playing in the house. Because I do feel like it's a, you know, whatever's good for Sari and she's, you know, but, but just own it. Just say that, you know. But instead, she, I feel like she's, like, making it more about, 
oh, this person is the greatest person and stuff. I don't know. I just, I don't agree with it, you know, because I don't think that's reality. I think that Izzy is akin to a dog in the sense that the loyal, (laughs) the loyal beyond reproach and they don't want Siri to disparage the dog, <laughs> the loyal dog, the loyal servant, because of how bad it'll look. It's true, right? right. You know, Siri says fetch, you know, and, you know, Izzy wags your tail, right? And just like, what do you want me to get? What do you get? What would you get, master? Right. right? Kind of thing. And if gratitude isn't the thing that is portrayed, then people are going to be like, oh, Cerise so full of herself. It's like, no, well, she's playing the, the hand that she's dealt, which is her celebrity, and that she has people who are hopelessly devoted to her for whatever reason. You know? Only- Izzy should be in a power position, which, but she isn't, for whatever reason, she's given up all power. She's only abused that power. She doesn't use that power. But not since Big Brother nineteen and Paul have I seen something quite like this. Uh, because even though Sri hasn't played Big Brother before, she's still like it's the same effect. It's like the starstruck effect. It's the uh, it's the Boston Rob effect yeah. that that he had too. Like in. in uh, Redemption Island, like or every returning season he's ever been on. No, like, but especially Redemption Island. Like, Redemption because, Island, because like Cerise's the only like celebrity or you know person on this season. It's very much like Boston Rob sees it because Russell Hans went on early, and then it was just Boston Rob with a bunch of newbies. And it's the same thing here with Sari, where like yeah, there's some sort of an effect. Even people that I think aren't even fans. And I don't even think Izzy was the biggest Sari fan. She just knows who she is. And like she happened to know who her son was. And she's been using that. But I don't think that Sari was Izzy's favorite player. I highly doubt it. If, you know? if Izzy hadn't had this information, would they have become as close as we saw here? Or, you know, it seemingly is what you know, it's attested to. Or did the circumstances bring them together? And I think the other thought I keep wondering is, you know, would this season be better? Would Sari be a better more, or more interesting Big Brother player without Jared present here? Because it's almost like too much of an advantage. Sari already has an amazing advantage, and she's great at these games. And um, and also she has to keep this secret with Jared, but she also has like this ally that she can use. Like, I think you know, what they should have done, and it would have blown their cover, and maybe they wouldn't have wanted this. But I think Jared and Sari should have been play, played as one player like the brothers did in, in Canada. Yeah. And I think that would have been better. It would have been only one fair. vote. Yeah, only one vote. Have only to, one can play ha- in veto. Only one can play in veto or HOH or whatever. And like I think that would have been more interesting. And and, and this whole like I mean, nobody's gonna figure out that they're that their mother son, I don't think. Unless no, by like, the, unless, at this point, no. No, it's, <laughs> no, it's not happening. If it hasn't like, happened yet, it's never going. America's to, right? not going to have an epiphany in like week eight. Well, and go, oh well Blue kind of knows, but yes. Blue's not telling, right? So, yeah, and Blue should really. I mean, she should use that that knowledge. Well, but... she can hold on to it until she needs it, but right. you know, I think for now, because you know, Jared says tonight, uh, "My mom is my final two by a by a long shot." Meeting Blue is not his final two, of course. So <laughs> you know what's going to end up? They're not even you know... a showmance, aren't they? <laughs> Technically, they are. You know what's going to be funny? Blue's going to reveal the information, and who's going to be in the room? 
Izzy, Jared, <laughs> Serene, well, and maybe, yeah, and it'll probably be one other person that knows at that point. And they're like, yeah, we know. And she's like, damn it. Yeah, <laughs> I held yeah. on too long. Yeah, but if she told, like, yeah, Corey, America, Bowie, Jane, that would be big, you know, that would, that, that would be the side of the house that would matter, you know, as far as like if Corey out. found out, I feel like he's the only one who would do something with that information or would proactively try to, you know, like, I don't know if the rest are like, I don't know if, if America found out would would that get her going or I don't know. Like, what I think, would well, America, she do more than what she's doing now? Well, say like, we're going to, we need, well, nothing like for this week, because you just have to let Cameron, you know, uh, um, put the targets onto that other side, you know, whether that be Izzy and Felicia or and or Suri or whoever. Like all, all basically, Corey and America and, and some of the other people here in the middle, like Jag, need to do is kind of stay out of the fire, right? Instead, you know, sort of stay because they were supposed to be the targets, but they're like, great, we're not the targets, and you're going after this power dynamic here in the house, even though no one likes Cameron, no one wants to seemingly work with Cameron, and he doesn't seem to quite understand. But that. you let other people do your dirty work. And yeah, so if if you're technically going to be against that side down the line and someone else wants to take a shot against them, you're like, hey, (laughs) go ahead, reduce their numbers. I'm fine. Right. How do you not how do you not consider the idea like if you're Jared, once you win the veto, how do I convince Cameron not to put Suri up instead? And then like because anyone else they get up on the block. You know, except maybe blue, you know, um, right. well, it, yeah, is better for the Suri Izzy Felicia Alliance. Like, right. it, it, and if Jared, like Cameron, seems to trust Jared. So if right. you feel like, but, but Jared hates Cameron. No, I know, but Cameron seems to trust him. So if Jared could actually convince him, like, no, don't put Suri up or whatever, he couldn't but, trust it. I guess. But Jared's know, not like, that good of a player. Well, that's the whole point. But Suri is. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she can only puppet him so much. <laughs> yeah, right. right? Yeah. yeah, he's his own but, man. He's here to establish himself as one of the greatest ever. But ultimately, the problem with it is anyone that you would suggest that would be a benefit to that side, Cameron's not going to put up. He's not going to put up America. He's not going to put up Jag. He's not going to put up uh, Corey. He's not going to put up Bowie Jane. Why not Bowie Jane? Well, that's the thing. But if Jared was a better player, a good player could. No, I don't think so. I think Cameron is smart enough to recognize where where not even necessarily who's with him. I think he's has a trouble with that. He at the very least knows who he's um, absolutely against, right? And those were his targets. But he's not understanding that Jared. I guess can you blame him? He doesn't. He doesn't know about this Jared Sari connection. So therefore, um, but but Jared put him on the block. True. You know, like what more proof do you need? So why is Cameron sucking up to Jared? Because he needs somebody. Needs to. He needs to get. So he needs to rope somebody in. Well, that's mm-hmm. part of it. It should he, be Jag, but Jag it, won't, you know. Well, that's he, it. Like, the, it should be Jag. It should be America. It should be Corey. It should be Bowie Jane. Those are the only people I think Cameron can trust in the house. Right. Yeah. But he doesn't seem to want to work with them as much. <laughs> but, so, Bowie Jane, definitely. But he doesn't trust that Bowie Jane could win anything. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's like, sure, I have her. But what does that mean? Well, she's a number, at the very least. You could say that about yeah. Sari and Felicia, too, though. 
You know what I mean? Like, you know, yeah, that's but not how I was saying exactly world beaters. It's it. yeah. also Matt is another player. If you could get Matt on your side, you know. But Matt seems to be leaking all this information to Sari and Jared and company. Yes. Right. So if you want to really mount an, a, like a resistance to the Sari regime, to her presidency, as Cameron refers to it, I, I like you have to sort of work across. But his okay, his conversation earlier in the episode with Jag is very cringy. You know, especially as we're intercutting to Jag's um, uh, diary rooms where he's like, I don't trust this guy at all. Like, you know, I'm just telling him, like, we're good. And Jag is just talking, or sorry, Cameron's talking down to Jag a lot in that conversation uh, about the olive branch and this information can't go. But when he talks to, like, Jared, his, his demeanor is very, very different, right? So it's just... Um, there's got, yeah, there's, I don't there's know. Because yeah, he, he sees Jared as somebody who is on the same level as him on a competition level, right? Jag is just as good at the competition. I don't think so. Yeah, well, I, well, Matt would be second, in my opinion, before Jag, after, like after uh, Jared. Like Matt right. and Jared. It'd be Matt, Matt Jared, and and Cameron are the top competitors right now. In athletic stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like this like, competition tonight. But that's what a lot of the jocks and these types of players value in alliance members. They don't want to align themselves with like a Bowie Jane who they don't think will win. You want to be aligned with the people who you think will have power. That's all. That, that's the mindset. Well, that's um, smart, but you know, and not every competition is you know rolling a ball up. You know, up, 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 up playing ski ball. Yeah, you're playing ski ball. Dizzy ski ball. Um, and and Jared almost lost this in the first round. If he, you know, he only had thirty points. If Izzy could have rolled a ball to save her soul, you know, she would. You know, you got this. You're the best. Nobody's better than you. That's exactly what I thought when I was on Survivor. You know, it's like, come on. She got fifteen. You know, like it was. It was bad. Yeah. What about Josh Duhamel? <laughs> Duhamel, Duhamel. That's how I say it. So okay. Where do you know him from? And don't say the buddy games. It does not count. Was he in Transformers? I always mix him up with Timothy Oliphantastic. Is he, was he in Gotham 60 Seconds, this guy? <laughs> okay. He was in Transformers. Was he, he was in Transformers. Was he on Justified? Or is that no, Tim that's Timothy Oliphant. Yeah, I always mix Timothy Oliphant with him. I think Gotham 60 Seconds was Timothy Oliphant. Yeah. But this Wait, is the guy from Die Hard, right? Well, what? No, that's no. also that's the Timothy. Timothy he was I in Jupiter's do Legacy. Jupiter's Jupiter Legacy. Jupiter's Legacy. Yeah, I've yes. watched that. They canceled it after one season. Yes, he was also in Las Vegas. Right. Yeah. Well, you, you know why? You know why you you didn't have a reaction to Las Vegas? Because nobody watches uh, Las Vegas. Even Josh Demel doesn't watch uh, Las Vegas. You know That's a little nod to Azizo. Sorry, folks. You're welcome. Do you know what I know him from the best? I used to play Call of Duty, and he was in the Call of Duty World War II. Like they did like a World War II, and he was like he played like in the video game. Like it was his likeness or whatever, and he voiced it and everything. Yeah. So he was also was married to Fergie for a bit. Foster, what did you think of this competition today with a spinning chair? And um, and the whole like having to do the ski ball. Were you impressed? You Muskoka chair? Have you have you seen the movie Buddy Games? No, I haven't. Was the trumpet uh, inspiring for you, or the bugle that Josh Duhamel played? It honestly didn't even seem like he was even inspired by it. He didn't seem like <laughs> he was, like, he like two good blows, and then he was just like he's just like eh, 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 just like. Uh. It honestly, I heard that was. 
He didn't seem very engaged, to be quite honest. I didn't. See, I didn't think that he was that. He didn't. Small. He didn't come down with like the minions in like the lower levels. He just stayed up on his like his balcony there, right? Um, and yeah, he, he just. Uh, he, I don't know. Just he didn't seem like he. He. He seemed like a, a like a paid actor host. Like he didn't seem like he really <laughs> wanted to be. This is right. promotional, dude. This is all promotional. Yeah. I was in Jupiter <laughs> Rising, you know. Like, come he, on. I'm just looking at his IMDb. He has not been in really anything good. You know, as far as like, a solid so, movie or anything, they're all B movies, C movies. Jeff, that's why you know the difference between him and Timothy Elephant because Timothy Elephant is in something good, yeah. right? And if you can't get him and you're in a, a lower production, quality production, you get Josh Dumel. Josh Dumel. Gotcha. He's right. discount on Timothy Elephant. He's discount. Yes. He's, a, he's a poor man's Timothy Elephant. Is, is yes. Timothy Elephantastic? If uh, you were making um, the girl next door too. Right. And like you're doing like a Wesley Snipes to Mike Epps downgrade, like in right. Major League, you get t- you get Josh Jamal. Was it Mike Epps or Omar Epps? You know what? You're right. It's Omar Epps. You couldn't even Omar- get Mike Epps. Omar Epps yeah. replaced Wesley Snipes in Major League, too, right? Yes. Right. Correct. And Omar Epps was on House, right? Same yes. guy. That's yeah. same Omar. Yes. Yeah. That's, okay. There's only one Omar Epps, I think. Uh, There's Omar Epps and Mike Epps. It's two different. Are they brothers? Yes, they are. Okay, um, okay. Well, guys, in this competition tonight, in this Buddy Gabe's, did anyone feel for Felicia even before her collapse, like that this was not going to go her way? That I was like, I was, oh. I was worried for her health. To be honest, like even before this <laughs> she's started, sixty three years old. Yeah. How, how did she get so overheated? I don't understand that. It was it's hot like, out there. Uh, well, she like, she put on and the, the padding. Shirt. Yeah, the padding. What she's um like, I think it's because her like legs are covered. And you know it's not good airflow. I like I like what Sari uh, like put the ice in her bra later on. Uh, that was a good move. She knows. She knows. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> she had no chance of keeping up in this competition. Like I, I thought even before it started, I go well, like you know she made it pretty I, far. I don't like these vetoes. I don't like like I actually liked like the idea of this competition, but like I just don't like vetoes that are like the most athletic people are most likely gonna win this or whatever. Like you know, I was like, I was worried she was gonna get seriously hurt. Uh, oh yeah, she was face planted right there. Right, and uh, let's watch her. Like, and she gets to like round two. Um, if I can get to that, Cameron was not good at this competition. Um, where did she go out here? She should have. She should have literally gotten injured because if she did, like, she could have had Christmas vibes. Oh, this is where she collapses here. Okay, hold on. Uh, She had been done for a while, right? No, she has another round here. Oh, oh the other uh, round, yeah. Yeah, this is her last round. And they really spin her here pretty good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Look at <Gee>, that. Yeah. <laughs> Could they not get Dr. Will? I guess he's like, I'm not coming back. <laughs> You'd rather have Dr. Will than Josh Duhamel? Probably. I think he's better now. I was like, this is not good. <laughs> You know, it's on the way back. Ooh. Look at what she's sweating. She, she get, she get, she gets a, this this uh, one shot off here, and yeah, she was done. Yeah, this is <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But she she fought the whole way. Good for her. And then I think it's here where she's like, yeah, clap. So forty seven reference here on Big Brother. <laughs> Lord, stop, stop. <laughs> it's, it's time. Don't crowd her, guys. Remember, Blue was like, don't crowd her too much, and then everyone crowds her. And then Josh Jumel's like, you were right down there. Oh, yeah, yeah there you go. Out. She knows it. She knows. 
What, what did they put down her shirt there? Ice. Ice pack. Oh, ice, ice pack. Yeah. Look at Josh Demel and his um, you know, concern. <laughs> what? What? Well, what, do they not have like on Survivor? They have like medical staff. Do they not have that on Big Brother? Yeah, like, they do. They have McCall. They don't have to worry about it. But we never actually see like a doctor come out in Big Brother too often, like you know, like they do in Survivor, where like the doctors can be on camera. And so, and <laughs> Doctor then, Mike. So, Doctor, what's happening here? What, you know, <laughs> right. what you're loves it. Could we get it where Julie Chen comes out there? So, so did she love one another enough? What happened? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> With, uh, she starts faith healing. <laughs> yeah, faith healing. You are healed. She's like, get to hold a snake or something, you know, and see if it bites them. It starts talking in tongues. Yeah, just speaking in tongues. But you have McCall there, and you also have an army vet in Cameron there, so uh, they're fine. Right, and Blue is trained in not crowding. Uh, and crowd control, perhaps. Um, uh, guys, other, this competition, which I thought at least kind of was visually interesting with the, all the colors and the spinning, um, it ultimately, the ending of it is kind of very strange. We knew it was going to be a Yankee swap when we talked on Sunday when our spoiler section, but um, this was not what I was expecting, how Jared was going to end up the winner of this veto tonight. As he He goes out third to last, yet he wins it because... One because Jag decides he'd rather have five thousand dollars, and which two, he's right. He Jag made the right play. Well, he went on and on about how he doesn't trust Cameron, and um, but he but he knew it was he was going to be either him or uh, or or Matt who was got the veto. So I think he was feeling somewhat confident that he could avoid the block here. And what did Matt this, take the European vacation? No, that ended up with uh, with um, Cameron. With Cameron. And what did Cameron. Matt get? And Matt got the punishment with Josh. Matt Dumel. got the punishment, but he didn't understand. He thought he was gonna get to hang out with Josh Duhamel for a whole week. I was like, and even I was fooled when Josh Duhamel read that because I was like, he's gonna move in for a whole week, Josh Duhamel, the poor man's Timothy Oliphant. Yeah, but like, he should have known better because it's always like the second last prize is always a punishment. I you had know? forgotten that myself, uh, and so never, was, I never do. I never yeah. forget. You never want you like the last prize is a is a is a bust, so that you take the veto. Right. It's always but, that case. Um, but Josh was Josh was like he he you know or sorry not Josh Matt really was like he wants to be a Duhamel maniac. What, what is he? He just doesn't even know who Josh Dumel is. Like, you know what I mean? Like, nobody does. So he probably thought he was Timothy Oliphant. You know? <laughs> I, I loved you, justified. Wrong guy. Wrong guy. Yeah, yeah. Wrong guy. And then he just leaves. He's like, I thought we were going to hang out. You and were great. Like, go. Right. <laughs> Uh, the, okay, what did you think about Izzy's choice to get Cameron as the pun- the co-punishment? Because normally you pick a friend to kind of suffer with you. No, That's you don't. You, t- you want well, someone to suffer. Well, like can, I can't remember another time where somebody got a punishment and then chose the, their adversary to suffer in the punishment with them. Yeah, that uh, was really stupid. Like, I mean, like her whole DR too is like, oh yeah, this just shows you. And like, Cameron was like, whatever. Like, you know, like is, you know, like he, I don't think it he didn't, him he didn't much. have to because the thing you usually pick a friend because he didn't have to try her to help her finish that. He could have not helped yeah. at all. Probably, uh, he has to wear the suit. But if he if he didn't uh, help fill the dirt pile up, 
Like, he stayed up all night with her, helped her, talk to her, and she was still like, screw this guy. You know? <laughs> like, there was... The... Yeah, well, she was... did... He, You know, he did put her on the block, so there's going to be no, some animosity. Enough. Fair no enough. No matter what. But, I can understand yeah. gameplay animosity. But, like, the personal animosity, I think, is, like... Well, it's been there just, since before she was nominated, right? But now it's it's exploded. So it's, it just makes it easier when you don't like the person that you're going against. Right. Well, okay. In in contrast, Felicia gets the kayak punishment or whatever up Shit's Creek without a paddle, as she would say. Um, but and uh, and she chooses Sari to do this with, uh, which ultimately does matter too, because Jared has to not use the veto on Felicia who Felicia believes Jared's one of her closest allies because you know Sari is the back door, door target which is true but she, what she doesn't really know is that you know Fel um, Jared's true loyalty lies to Sari not to her so you know but uh, so that comes yeah. into play yeah and they, like how are you not figuring that out like how are you not like suspicious of all, at all of that or like you know like I don't get it like you know Felicia well, hasn't figured it out well, I think she probably has, but she just didn't really voice it very well on the show. You know, how do you not figure that out? You know, like so, it was pretty obvious, like that whole scene with her them and sitting on the beds with the kayak, where it's like, yeah, oh yeah, and like Cerise figuring it out for Jared, and was like, you know, it, but because Felicia doesn't have the same level of falling on a grenade for Cerise that Izzy does. No, so you know, so I think it was kind of hilarious. That that Jared did have to actually say that in front of both of them, but like, yeah, like she should have figured that out. I thought, you know, where it's like, okay, she, all right, the final two with me and Jared's probably not there, you know, <laughs> right? So, yeah. And what about the other punishment, which was for Matt? But it wasn't that bad of a punishment where he had to be with Josh Duhamel stand in all the time. It's like a funny punishment, right? Like, yeah, uh, the, I guess like you have to take pictures, but yeah. That, that's a good punishment compared to well you got nothing else dirt. to do in the house right you might as well take pictures and you know and <laughs> spot do me spot me josh do yeah it was kind of funny it kind of it helped fill this two hours right yeah the the dirt one was the worst i mean you, you didn't want to get especially having to wear those the piggies and stuff you know that, that would suck yeah they talked about there there was a lot of juiciness going on in here but you had to wake up in the middle of the night and do uh, a picture here <laughs> Some of these pictures are funny with these Polaroids, you know, one school. Although I think they could be better photographed. Um, and then, yeah, we have the final scene here between Jared. Okay, Jared and Cameron in the um, talking here about the plan. I think this is when the plan is revealed because that's that's what Jared's so excited about. He went, he wins the veto because he, you know, kind of didn't win the competition. Um but he, he wins the Yankee swap, if you will. And so, you know, and this is perfect, perfect for Cameron. And this is where I, I can't get behind Cameron because he doesn't understand. He's not reading the Jared situation. That's his one blind spot here. And it's completely like, you know, I could, I could get, I could root, root for this guy even a little bit if it wasn't, if he wasn't such a dope. Uh, and, and Jared's clearly playing him. He doesn't see it. Yeah, and it's pretty obvious to see, like you know, it's from from a viewer's perspective. But maybe like it's like what Josh said, you know, like he doesn't have anybody in the house, and he needs to kind of throw a bone somewhere, you know, because he literally doesn't trust anybody, you know. So he was trying to work with someone and just picked the wrong person because that person won power, you know. So 
Right. But again, put him on the block. Yeah. So he's like, hey, I want to put Sari up. He's like, oh, it makes sense, man. Uh, is 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 Jared a good actor? Is he is he feeling no? It's terrible. It's terrible. Yeah. Cameron so wants to, but he, his conversations with Jag in contrast are so weird. Well, that, that uh, is what's weird because like he's talking to Sari and he they, he knows she's lying. You know, like she he was able to see right through Sari. But with Jared, he was just kind of like, I don't know, maybe, you know. So that was the part that was kind of made no sense, you know. Because he's hoping, he's hoping against hope that you know that he's he's gonna be true. He's gonna be true to me at the end of the day. Yeah, hopefully. Um, and just also in this hour, you know, there was just all these punishments going on at once. So there was the piggies, and there was Matt with his. you know, Josh Dumel thingy and Mikol was finding it crazy, guys. That's like her whole like when they finally do have a Mikol segment in the diary room, it's like she's like this, <laughs> this other house guests are nuts. Yeah. I mean it was kind of fun, like that moment where it's like, you know, every punishment was going on at once. You know, the stinko meter, the gas mask, the the, the dirt, the Dumel, right. the oh yeah, there was the gas kayak, mask. You know, it was a lot going on for sure. I thought they, I, I thought they still had to announce when they went to the bathroom. Oh, they still had the stinko meter at least. Yeah. yeah, the kick in the butt for the Dumel as well. Like you know, yeah, yeah. So they had everything going on. They the had pictures, everything going on. Do, do pictures like it was the, again. Did need two hours of it, but it was uh maybe not. Did it need? T- Hours of it, indeed. I agree. Minutes, maybe we'll watch the live feeds for like they'll watch like twelve hours of live feeds in a day. You know, this is like a mild in comparison, right? Oh, there they are. What a family! What a crew, huh? What a season! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> From the Humiliverse. I don't know. This theme is kind of working for me. Um, at least, at least it's mixing it up in an interesting way every four weeks. Hey, they haven't given it. It's week six, and they haven't given up on it. That's um, that's pretty that's, strong. That's commitment. Like normally, these themes never last. Get ready for a takeover. But that like lasted only two weeks, right? Maybe one. Uh, when that season. Okay. Uh, we all kind of we talked about it a little, but the whole Corey and America showmance uh, becoming a fit. So they, you know, they got to push their boundaries. Um, America is digging Corey. The word in yeah, she's she's very forward, yeah. <laughs> very forward. Like very. like kudos to like Corey. That's some willpower. Like you know, geez, That's, yeah. Like he's yeah. He's like I don't know America. I don't know if I have time for all this girlfriend stuff. You know, yeah. He's like I guess I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> I love God, it. I'm dumb is kind of how the segment ends. Uh, I'm stupid. Yeah, I'm a guy. So uh, um, do you, I don't know this showman's I I was not have, very flattering, you know. It's not very like how does that gonna make her feel? Uh <laughs> well she, I don't know. She thought he was a secret billionaire at one point, Jeff. So uh or billionaire even <clears throat> was talked about. Uh so yeah, and then the final thing of the piggy challenge with their, you know, they they rolled around in the mud together, guys. Um how how quaint. Again, uh, I just kept thinking about how divided that country is, and they were, they were representations of of, of the two of, of the. Of, this of, is a blue, the blue states and the red states. Yeah, in the mud together. In the mud. <laughs> really, you know what? You're in the same 
big pile of mud. Of, you know, at the end of the day, you're the same. You have the same lot in life, so you shouldn't hate each other so much. You know, right? You're, it's yeah. all your uh, land. Left or right, you're you're still waddling in the mud together <laughs> for other people's entertainment. That's yep. the metaphor of all of this. That's right. how. That's how, that's where my brain went. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> well, I think yeah. I think that there's there's something fitting to all that. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Do you think like they like each other any more than they did? No. I think I think Cameron doesn't hate Izzy. I think Izzy hates Cameron. Yeah, I think Izzy has put it in her head, regardless of how Cameron acts, because you we see it every year where someone does a lot of stuff and people are like, oh, this person is a terrible person. And then outside the house, they're still friends. We saw it with Big D, right? Cam- right. And Cameron is going to like Izzy. They're going to hang out. They're going to be together. And they're like, oh, it's just a game. And Izzy's going to turn around 360. All the stuff that she said about him during the course of the game was like, oh, yeah, Cameron's a okay dude. I met him. I spent time with his daughter. Like, we, we all know what's going to happen. We all know. But in the house, they can't get to that point. They've been together for six weeks. Because he is in the path of Sari, and Izzy can't stand that. True. All right, and three is the Jesus of, of <laughs> reality TV. Well, okay. And speaking of which, let's talk the moment here, and when um, you know, when 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 uh, Felicia realized, oh, this is. I thought I was just going to get to kayak around and wear a costume of Sari, and now this is actually hurting my game because Jared, I, I, I can't go talk to Jared without talking without Sari present right now. So I can't I can't try to convince Jared, even though it wouldn't work anyway, um, to to take her down. She's like, just be glad that she didn't pick Cameron because then she would have no chance. True. Right. But uh, yeah, so um, that doesn't work. And ultimately, at the end of this two two hours. Yeah. Oh, my God. And like just this moment here when we got these two here on the block together in their respective costumes. I think kind of did really sort of fit the whole, the whole episode <laughs> in a lot of ways. Um, the the floaters, the floater and the piggy. I don't know. Yeah, uh, I got that. I got that. Or the the life, uh, the life, uh, life, life fest. I yep. actually got that reference because I remember that was one of the seasons I, uh, one of the very first seasons I watched back in the day. Sari so references Rachel Riley, basically saying, "I've met Rachel Riley." You know, uh, yeah, heroes of reality, most likely, right? And so, yeah, she's like, Hey, floater. So, she, you know, <clears throat> I don't know how much she's watched the show, but she knows some of the big brother uh legends like Rachel because she's just met them at CBS functions, I'm sure, and other shows. Um, yeah, so ultimately, uh, Jared does not use the veto, guys. Um, any surprises there? <laughs> None. 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 Took us two hours to get to that, huh? <laughs> well, that's how I felt at the end of the episode was was Felicia's face. <laughs> Who is this great? It took us two hours, right? Okay. Took us two hours to get to that point. Uh, okay. Well, um, yeah. So, so Felicia and and uh, Izzy going into tomorrow's vote. What? Okay, uh, before we even get to spoilers, because I don't really know who is going to be voted out yet. But Jeff, uh, what, what what would you like to see happen? Does he get voted out? Because you're not a fan of her, right? So, yeah, I think 
I think this undying love that Izzy has for Sari is nauseating, and I don't want to watch it anymore. I get if Jared was doing that, you know, their family makes sense, but it's just like I don't like when players play against their own interests. You know, it makes it really bothers me. You know, so for me, yeah, absolutely, I want Izzy to go. Foster, do you have a preference uh, on this vote tomorrow night and this eviction? Like, who for the rest of the season? Which one you? Which one of these players you'd rather see go on? Whether it be Izzy or Felicia? Yeah, I'd I'd like to see Izzy go. Like, she's like I haven't honestly, um, like I haven't seen all the episodes, but I've seen enough to know, like, to think that like. Like I, I'd rather see Felicia around for the rest for another couple of weeks other than Lizzie for sure. But yeah, like I just, I, how, I just don't know how the votes are going to fall because it seems to me that it might come down to Ceri's decision. Well, and Felicia's also like fun in the DR. Izzy's kind of like this. She's kind of like a petulant child, like you know, in the DR. Like every, like you know, everything's like woe is me, and it's like I hate the world, and it's just like ugh. Yeah, it's like you know, you're playing it's a what, game show. Well, she's talking you know? about Cameron. Like he he wants to put me down and make belittle me, and I'm just gonna you know I'm just like I don't I think you have this persecution thing with him more than it exists, but um, but okay, you know, uh, <laughs> but uh, I think that uh, Sari, it's I think this is kind of Sari's decision, and I think Sari, if I without knowing anything about. Where the votes are lying. I think Sari would rather lose Felicia. I think Jared yes. would probably feel the same but way. But that doesn't mean that's what's gonna happen. No, it doesn't mean that's what's gonna happen. But if they have any if those two have any say in it, they'll be keeping around Izzy. Um well, how many people are voting in this? How many uh, people are even in the house? How many are in the house? Good question. Uh well, we've had we've lost uh of the 17, one, two, three, four, five, uh, six people, right? So there's eleven people in the house. There's eleven people, three are you know, can't vote. Um, so, so eight. So there's eight, eight votes. Eight. So you can't have a tie. It's, there's possible. So tie, so let's say let's. They're aiming go. for five. They're aiming for five. You need so five to five. be evicted. Yeah. So Jared, Sari are voting. Is let's uh, say, yeah, let's say let, let's say they were hypothetically. Let's say Jared and Sari are automatically going to vote to evict Felicia. Yeah. Who else would be a Felicia evict evict vote? Blue. Um, probably because yeah, because with Jared would probably tell her to vote blue or vote her. Yeah, told told blue to vote her. All right, that's three. And then maybe Matt. Um, okay, that's four. So you only need one more. And then that would be Jag as well because that was that was the one comment I forgot to make earlier. I thought it was really funny that Matt and Jag made an alliance because that seems super insignificant. Because <laughs> it's insignificant if they don't do anything. Like they could change this vote for instance they could make the izzy go home here and if they vote together with america Corey, and bowie jane Boom. yeah but they won't because they're they're like matt's so in deep with sari and jag seems like he's attached to matt now yeah they're the uh what are they now sorry the time the the Minutemen. The Minutemen. Yeah, time will, stoppers. Will, will sari be going around saying vote sari out you think Vote Felicia out. The Felicia out. Sorry, yeah. Will Sari uh, be going around doing that? Yeah, or will she'll, she'll, she'll do what she does. She'll I don't even think they really for. need to work that hard at this. I think that getting these getting these votes against Felicia is going to be whatever. If that, that's what Sari and Jared want to do, I think that that's the the momentum of that is going to be too hard to stop because like. We haven't even gotten to like what 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 would Corey and America want. It doesn't even really matter because it seems like they could get like at least four votes, and then they just need one more, right? So. 
it's uh it could be unanimous. that all depends on what like you're saying matt and jag are attached to Sari and stuff but that doesn't mean that they can't think for themselves and go who's better for me to get rid of you know because jag's smart jag's not a blind loyal voter you know so maybe matt is but but we don't really know that yet you know we haven't really seen what he's gonna do so maybe you're right maybe you're all right that it's uh felicia's going home and that's just the way it is but I hope not because uh, Izzy's annoying and Felicia's fun. She's fun on the show. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I agree. I would rather have, I think I'd rather have a Felicia as a TV character and a part of this cast. Although I don't think she's as smart of a player, obviously not as good at competitions. Uh, so I think in some ways Izzy is kind of a more interesting player, but the fact that she's so willing to fall on her sword for Sari at a moment's notice, I think is just not something I find compelling. I think it's more destructive to the season. Oh, it's because awful. Because Sari already has this crazy advantage and that like in she, she's already this returning player, not from Big Brother, but in just reality mm -hmm. TV. She's got her son and she has this like now loyal disciple. It reminds me of Christmas in the Paul season. Right. You know, this is Christmas. much like the Paul season. Yeah. Yeah. Where right. Christmas would do anything just to save Paul, and you know, like it was just like, why? Right. You know, like what are you doing? Like you're playing the game too. It's for the team. It was because well, Christmas was a big Scientologist, and that's kind of just how they. It's all is, about the. the is team she a Scient I didn't know she oh, was yeah. Scientologist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she grew. Up, she was like in like the, the Hitler Youth, you know, and all that, right? Like, right. <laughs> right. So, um, <laughs> the Elron Hubbard youth, you mean, right? Yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah. The um, uh, so anyway, let's get into our spoiler section. I know Jamil's just dying to tell us what the hell's actually going Am on. I? Am I? Mm -hmm. Well, I think you are, right? If you don't want to know, get on out of here. We'll, uh, but if you know, there's only we're only gonna get a sense of what the, where the votes might be lying now, which I think I kind of already especially know. in this house, in this house, in this house where, th where flips can happen at a moment's notice, it could be anything. If you don't want to know, get out of here. We'll be back tomorrow night for the eviction. Uh, on that, that note, we'll play the spoiler warning. <laughs> He's not gonna do it, to Foster. Foster won't put his hands up. <laughs> All right, Jamil, give us the goods. So, um, it seemed like it was a cut and dry week this, uh, this week okay. with, uh, <laughs> with seemingly, um, there is votes to, uh, evict Felicia, Felicia. And, uh, you know, it was Suri being very cut and dry. It wasn't like, um, you know, we're, we might keep, uh, Felicia, we might, um, I don't know where our votes are. She was very cut and dry with specific people saying, I'm voting to keep Izzy, right? And, you know, people were exerting their will. Cameron was trying really hard to convince other people to, you know, get um, Izzy out. And whenever F Felicia would ask people what's going on, they said they're kind of undecided. People who said that they were going to vote for her for sure started to become very wishy-washy. So um, um, ultimately, I believe it was Tuesday, uh, they were saying that, uh, okay, Felicia said that if she's going home, she would like to know so she could enjoy her time at the very least. So they said that they were going to tell her after Wednesday dinner. Um, tonight's dinner and uh, last supper if you will 
<laughs> Last Supper. I don't think she was supposed to cook this week, so they didn't want to give her the impression that they were using her to to, to eat first and then voting her out. Um, but Cameron um, also went and sat uh, Felicia down and told her that, you know, it looks like the votes aren't for you to stay um, from what I get a sense of the house. And Felicia would go and start talking to people. And once again, they would be wishy-washy. Someone who is always trying from the get-go to uh, keep Izzy um, was, sorry, not keep Izzy, sorry, to get rid of Izzy was America. Yeah. Right? America was very clear, says that she's going to vote um, to keep is uh, to eliminate Izzy. Um, and she was trying to get Corey, and Corey's like, uh, you know, um, I don't know. Bowie Jane, even Bowie Jane, she didn't want to be on the wrong side of the votes. So she's like, if you can get the votes, I'll do it, but I don't want to be on the wrong side of the votes, right? But, but they just need four. She doesn't want to be on the wrong side of the votes. Right. She wants but, to yeah, vote with the House have- because last last week she wasn't she was told so late. She wasn't told at all, right? And she doesn't want, she to, be- doesn't want to be two weeks in a row on the wrong side of the House. McCall, um, same thing. She doesn't want to be on the wrong side of the House. Well, okay, but what, when, well, when are they, when, when does the well, side of the house? Yeah. Well, America. Yeah. Bowie Jane. Corey. McCole. Corey. That's all you need. And Go Jag. Forward. You need Jag. No, you don't. You don't need him, but that helps. No, that just makes a tie. Well, yes, it makes it a tie, right? Which Cameron but, uh, would break. So actually there's nine people voting. There's no. eight people voting. There's eight people voting. There's, they're talking about a five four. Oh, who, who there, are we missing? Is there twelve people in the house? Okay. Jared Corey. Jack. Yeah. Oh, I counted did I count Jack as an evictee? Because uh, uh, there you go. There's twelve people in the house then. Yeah, I did. That would make Sorry. more sense then. Okay. Uh yeah. So, yeah, so you're right. There are nine votes. So Je- so Cameron won't vote at all. So so uh and they're trying to convince Matt to um, <laughs> to um, jump on their side. I think this is what they should be. That's doing. as of Wednesday day, so there's still time. Wednesday night, Thursday could change. They should like they should, like like uh, the Americas and the Jags and those players should be thinking, well, "What does Sir we want?" And we should do the opposite. You know, really. I mean, because. They gotta start going against her at some point. Yes, she's gaining too much power. Yeah. You know, it's, it's she, not she's even, busy. It's more power. Like it's not as good for Ceres' game if Felicia stays. So they're yes. compared to Izzy. So, um, so therefore, yeah, they should absolutely want to do that. Well, but I don't think they have the guts. Everyone has a different perspective as to which is more, you know, the reason why they're doing what they're doing. For people going against Izzy, there's two two things. One. Izzy's more dangerous in the long run, right? Even though, yes, Felicia's won an HOH, it was kind of like a, you know, uh, it was a, it was a it was a flip a coin type of thing. Anyone could have won that, right? But going down the understanding of the game and having a good grasp on it, Izzy has it more than Felicia. At the same time, some people want Felicia to stay in the game because she is so goddamn sloppy. In this in terms of spilling information and how she acts towards people. Cameron said it himself that 
the way Felicia is going, she's going to get herself evicted anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. You just look at how she uh, worked with uh, Bowie Jane after that vote. Yeah. That is bad gameplay that will get like you evicted the following week. Right? right. For sure. Well, this whole house is kind of sloppy though, isn't it? Like, you know, is there Which is any... great. I, yeah. give me give me another sloppy Joe. Like, <laughs> yeah. you're lady, like a you're, sloppy lady, lady you're freaking <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um competition for HOH. Um it looks like uh, we're going to see the wall, brother, because they've been doing construction in the backyard for a long time. And there's been a lot of non even technically this one wasn't really physical, physical. It's time for an endurance challenge. We haven't had one in a while. Who? OK, uh, who would you guys pick in a wall comp? Uh, Foster, are you familiar with the wall comp? Um, That's the one where like it tilts forward and they're just trying to like hold back and like right. just help. Yeah, yeah. So if my first my first guess would be um honestly i i honestly think Corey just because of his size like i think that he could he could he could potentially be a dark horse for that one yep um america if i was gonna say yeah america for america today what about uh nicole maybe maybe she's small and slight yeah, she right. could, like just, you just don't know what kind of fight she has in her to 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 want to win it, right? Because she's been kind of low key the whole time, and I feel like that's been her whole gameplay is just yeah. to make it to the final like five or six, and then start to try to you know make an effort. I just think with, with with America, she could hold down a button for sixteen hours. I mean, you, you could probably <laughs> stay on a wall. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm just, like, it's not a bad decision from the McColls to kind of like you know play this middle ground where you're where you're not really a target when Jag and Cameron are, are you know, people are just, you know, you know, salivating and trying to get them out. Because let's say the field is clear and they get rid of the Jags and the the Jareds and the Camerons and your competition is Felicia and Suri and Izzy yep. in a physical competition. <laughs> it's like <laughs> yeah. you're gonna clean up. Really? You should. You should. Even in the mental stuff. I mean, for the most part, you should do okay. Yeah. You know, except except against Izzy. You know, Izzy be the only one. Izzy can't would... win them all. No, and, but she'd be the one like that would scare me as far as like a trivia something. You know, so sure. if I, if you get like get rid of Izzy here, I think down the road it's just better. You know, yeah. because she's just a bigger threat. You know, for sure. But I think I suspect. Uh, she, Izzy will be staying after tomorrow night. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. And if Izzy's the next HOH, I think that's maybe the most interesting thing that could happen next. Oh, so. No, that's not interesting because we know Cameron's the target. Oh yeah, the best thing. But then Cameron will. But then Cameron will win, um, yeah. veto, and then she's she's gonna be like, "What do I do now?" Right. I'd like to see that just to see what yeah. she would do because who would she? I think Cameron wins HOH the following week. <laughs> yeah, and puts her up again. Izzy would no, put up. Puts, they she would. Up, he would. Bowie sorry. Jane. Sorry, but Bowie Jane would go on the block, and like you know, like the they're just gonna keep picking off the people that aren't in their little tight group. What we want to see happen is what Cameron tried to do this week, which was blow up that tight group. Yeah, chaos. You know? But but you know, again, it's you know, he does. He's the blind spot with Jared is his 
is where it falls oh, apart. Yeah. If you put Jared up instead of Felicia, Izzy and Jared, that was his the best two people to put up. Right. Um, Izzy but and he Jared still hopes. He still hopes for. You would see Sari have a real like Sophie's choice here between Jared and Izzy. I think she might hold on to Izzy. No, she would keep Jared. That's you put Jared in blue up. No, but imagine if Jared was sitting next to Izzy. What that would? Well, then he would have taken himself down off the block, say, right, and then 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 the camera would have had all the power to put up Izzy. I mean, to put up Sari. Yeah. Yeah, right. Well, it didn't. It couldn't happen because you know Jerry got the veto. Anyway, but um, okay, we'll be back tomorrow night. Talk about I guess what it will be episode twenty of the show, the week six. Um, Did it count as episode eighteen and nineteen? No, I guess it will be nineteen. So okay. uh, it will be nineteen tomorrow night of Big Brother twenty five. Uh, I, I also have to. I'll be coming off of the uh, Star Trek Lower Decks podcast. I'll be doing before that. So um, uh, Foster, are you able to join us for the eviction episode? Sorry, Thursday night football. Yeah, <laughs> I knew the answer. I thought football is on Sundays. No. Uh, it's it's on Thursday too. Thursday, Sunday, Monday. Yeah, and Monday. Well, I'm looking. Oh, I'm just checking. Let me. You want to Who's playing? Who's playing tomorrow night? Oh yeah, it's a yeah. It's kind of a kind of a. You need to go to Wisconsin, dude. Wisconsin. Did you hear, did you hear what happened in Wisconsin? Yeah, I know it's a side. It was What's free that? drinks, right? Yeah, free oh, drinks. Yeah, 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 yeah. For the if, game, and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then if they the lost, and then the Jets and won. Then, yeah, so everyone yeah, yeah, knows yeah. that money to the bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, great. That. And then everyone, <laughs> and it was like a huge, like everyone racked up huge tabs, and they made a killing or something. Yeah, it was great. They got bailed out. They got bailed. I didn't see that rush. I didn't see that whole game, but I know it was a. It was a. Uh, uh, buzzer beater, right? Basically, right. And punt return like, win. Yeah, punt return touchdown, last play of the game, kind of thing, right? So <laughs> it's it great. Like, yeah. yeah. It was so heartbreaking. All right. All right. Well, we'll, I, well, I think Toronto Bars should do that with the Maple Leafs in the playoffs. Yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, it wouldn't be that much of a risk. <laughs> yeah, so, it would uh, be no risk, especially in game sevens. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway, uh, watch out here on the channel tomorrow night for our eviction coverage. Uh, as well, um, in the near future, we're going to be covering Survivor, guys. Season forty-five coming up. We already, we already have started to draft, and um, I don't know if, if you guys have, have looked ahead to this, but Jeff has the last pick. But uh, Jamil, you will be up next. Um, as we Jamil, make your pick. Jeez, I'm sorry. I have to do research. Oh you know. my goodness! If, well, if, if, their age and their occupation. <laughs> Simple as that. Right, and maybe oh, is that how you is that how you drafted? Yes, sir. That's how I won Big Brother Canada. No, I mean for your your draft for NFL. Oh no, I. Uh, I uh, right, right. Yeah, but I don't think I don't think that there's like draft podcasts for this stuff, uh, Jamil. Unless like. You know, oh, you don't think so? Oh, is there? Okay. Yes, there is. We usually do um, a discussion about the cast um, oh, before the episode airs. Oh, you do a discussion about. Oh, we okay. try to, yeah. Uh, looking ahead at this cast, oh my, go away, Ed. It looks like a good group. It's a youthful cast. Very youthful, not. Very useful. So, okay. I have to pick the person who's going to get kicked off early in the show. Uh, just based on this. What about Bruce, the guy who smashed his head? Do you want him? <laughs> no, he's going to last longer, unfortunately. He'll last longer than five minutes? Yes. Can we get to ten? Uh, I'm going to say off the bat... This guy with the purple shirt, the, you know, he's he's my pick. I don't know who he is, but 
You mean the uh, the Aussie wannabe? The Aussie wannabe. The dinosaur Aussie. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm trying to figure out who this is. Uh, his name is Brandon, not to be confused with Brando. So that's who January took him. I can't even pick this guy. There you go. <laughs> Dime store <laughs> Aussie. Discount. Right. Discount. I discount. Think, oh, I thought he was more like um, Jam Jam, maybe. <laughs> so anyway. All right. Well, guys, look ahead for that in the near future. Survivor 45. Um, and our Marvel coverage here on the channel, Super Mario Bros. Podcast. We talk about Big Brother Canada, too, and some other shows. Uh, look at all our playlists. Uh, we're part of United Federation of Podcasts, which features all kinds of great shows um, and different podcasts on a whole bunch of topics like Star Trek under Live Long and Podtax, Live Long and Podcast, Trivial Debates, and uh, our debate show, Amen on Track, uh, a music album review show, Hellbound, which covers horror, and X Rated. The horror and X Ray, which talks about X Men the animated review show. Um, we talked about the X Men the animated series, uh, and hold up a movie podcast with David and Murphy and graphic histories with Andre Mayette. So, all kinds yep. of great shows. You can check out our website. I'll, I'll appear on graphic histories if if Live Long Podcast gets to 500 uh likes, 500 subscribers. Likes. We're subscribers. up to 400 subscribers. We're up to 400 and something now. So 100 more, and I'll appear on the graphic yeah. histories. All right. Well, uh, Andre doesn't have much incentive, but, uh, you know, he... he but if, 600, and I'll appear on Amen on Track. Yeah. <laughs> 600? Oh, wow. <laughs> big, tall, big, uh, hard to uh, get on there. Stretch okay. goals. That's what we call stretch goals. Right, right. Uh, wow. Okay. Well, anyway, thanks for being with us tonight. And, uh, guys, what do you want as, a, as an ending clip? Would you rather see um, the um, Cameron's multi-step plan or the, the Duhamel prize? They're both the same length. Oh, no. So, so, so it's a Sophie's choice. Duhamel's. All right, we're going to Duhamel. <laughs> see you next time, everybody. You've just won the greatest prize of all. You get to become the Demelomaniac. You'll be wearing... Josh approved attire and get to hang out with me all week taking selfies galore. Oh my god! I get to hang out with Josh for a whole week. I'm thrilled. I think hanging out with my bro Josh would be way better than $5,000 an European trip or even the Vita. Can we shoot Transformers together or something? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Matt, you do realize you're not actually going to be hanging out with Josh Demel, right? Clearly this is going to be some type of punishment.